poets for peace like a white piece dove, symbolic of peace and love. Playing the tranquil symphony of universal peace and harmony. Love for all and hatred for none is our passion, aim, and motivation. This is the Voice of Islam Radio, Poets for Peace Show. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. In the name of Allah, the gracious, ever merciful. Assalamu alaikum. Peace be on you. Welcome to the Poets for Peace Show on Voice of Islam Radio, broadcasting from its Battle for Studio in London. I am Ramin Masood and I'll be hosting the show today. Poets for Peace show spreads a universal message of peace to the world through poetry. Poetry of peace, goodwill, fraternity, serenity, enlightenment and reawakening. Our show has three segments, symphony, viewpoint and inspirational. In the symphony segment, Poets share their original poetry on the theme. Viewpoint segment presents views of experts on the theme of the show. And then inspirational segment presents singing of an inspiring poem followed by its elaboration. The fascinating theme for today's show is Beauty of Nature Reflects Its Creator. Let's begin our symphony segment today by celebrating the profound connection between nature's beauty and its sublime creator, starting our odyssey with co-presenter and producer Dr. Bushra Khan, an inspirational poet, author, lifestyle well-being doctor and motivational speaker from East Sussex. My breakfast fruit platter becomes a sublime ritual as I reflect upon the array of these amazing creations before me, wondering how out of the dark soil spring fruits of a dazzling variety of colours, shapes, textures, fragrances and flavours. Who creates their exquisite designs? Who is the author of this brilliant artistry? My heart becomes overwhelmed with gratitude and love for my creator, for his unparalleled care and thoughtfulness. The miracle of a dull brown earth giving birth to such a variety of diverse produce inspired me to write a poem called Incredible Diversity. Enjoy the poem. O humble Mother Earth, dull brown and lusterless, I'm amazed how you give birth to such diverse offspring. From your dark, muddy depths emerges a kaleidoscope of colour, rich and bright, soft and pastel, such exotic artistry of shapes and designs. Variety of textures, satiny to velvety, fascinating array of alluring aromas. 
enticing shades from sweet to tangy, gardens of enchanting blossoms, roses and tulips, carnations and daffodils, orchards and daisies, orchards of delicious fruits, luscious, pulpy, juicy, crunchy, apples and apricots, plums and peaches, mangoes and oranges, pears and pineapples, kiwis and pomegranates, cherries and strawberries, wonders of the world of veggies, carrots and cabbages, potatoes and peas, tomatoes and turnips, beetroot and broccoli, kale and spinach, ginger and garlic, cucumber and radish, onion and chilies, aromatic therapeutic herbs and spices, cloves and cinnamon, cumin and cardamom, coriander and peppermint, nutmeg and turmeric, mustard and licorice, thyme and parsley, rosemary and basil, oregano and sage, variety of nutritious nuts, almonds, walnuts, cashews, peanuts, coconut, pecans, pistachios and hazelnuts, cereals, grains, wheat and rice, barley, oats, corn and rye, stunning diversity of nature's produce, miraculously born of the same Mother Earth. But then, when we start looking a bit closer, we discover another exciting aspect of nature's produce. Have you ever noticed that there are many fruits, nuts and vegetables that resemble the organs that they are beneficial for? It seems God's way of telling us to consume them for their multiple health benefits for specific body parts. I was inspired to write yet another poem on this strange analogy of nature. The poem is titled, Subtle Prescriptions. Enjoy the poem. Fascinating clues are scattered in nature, unveiling mysteries for us to capture. The walnut is a replica of the brain, helping our neurocognition sustain. Almond's shape hints us to start this super nut for a healthy heart. Garlic is coloured and shaped like a tooth, proclaiming a therapeutic link between both. Kidney and the kidney beans, ever wonder what this similarity means? Avocado seems a fruity uterus, revealing a fertility secret to us. Olives are ovoid, just like the ovary, proven as its health beneficiary. Mushrooms, which mimic shape of the ear, have nutrients to help our hearing clear. Pomegranate seeds look like red blood cells, 
A vital secret, this analogy tells. Coconut seems a shaggy brown head and contains scalp and hair nutrients unsaid. Ginger and turmeric are shaped like joints. Don't you think it's a worth noting point? Melon with its shape, just like the bladder, helps smooth flow down the urinary ladder. Broccoli, which looks just like the lung, is a magical respiratory health wedge unsung. Apple with its rosy cheeks, a lovely complexion secret speaks. Onion with its glossy skin is a rejuvenation tip to win. Mother Nature, man's ancient physician, is rich in remedies for every condition. It's incredible how tiny seeds embedded in the dull, dark depths of the earth sprout into lively plants with colourful flowers and delicious fruits, manifesting God's power to bring life from the dead. Our next poem is by Zara Mehmood from Crawley, West Sussex, who is doing a Bachelor's in International Business at the University of Westminster. Beauty of Nature Reflects Its Creator In the beauty of nature, Allah's art does shine. His artistry is seen in every leaf, every vine. In the magnificence of the mountains and the oceans so blue, glory of the Creator is seen by me and you. Each blossom is a glimpse of his splendid design, delicate texture and fragrance, details pure and fine. The rustling of the leaves, the birds in high flight, God's presence, his power, is always in sight. The mountains rising high into the sky and on rivers and streams his blessings apply. In the caressing breeze we feel his affection, in the warmth of the sun we sense his connection. The stars overhead, glittering gems in the night, are twinkling with God's bright light. Sparkling so high every star is a sign, in his wonderful creation his might and love combine. Let's thankfully travel in his beautiful land, treasuring the wonders, and take Allah's hand. We're overwhelmed by God's power and greatness, and feel engulfed in our Creator's love and sweetness. God's art and glory shines in the beauty and creativity of his creations. Through the glimpses of his splendid design, we see his affection and connection and find ourselves engulfed by his power and greatness. Poetry is the voice of the soul and the language of devotion. It has the magical power to capture, communicate, inspire and ignite, creating a profound impact on human emotions. Poetry is an essential part of our culture, expressing concepts in unique and resonant ways that survive and continue to inspire readers for thousands of years. 
Now you'll be listening to a poem by Rudab Noor, who is doing a double majors in biology and French from Ontario, Canada. Oh, but how would you define beauty? Would you point to the stars and the sea, or to the diamond and the ruby? Would you point to a magnificent tree and its ever glinting leaves? Or to its intricate bark, whose weight it heaves. Perhaps a walk in the park, and you'll find it there, in the laughter of children, their gleaming eyes that stare. Maybe further in a valley or a glen, beneath the flowers and stems, and the little critters so diverse. Or perhaps in the pearls and the gems. And the clouds that traverse the great blue sky, so wide, changing color as if painted, with each setting of the sun and tide, their serenity remaining untainted. Oh, but if you asked me to define beauty, I'd also point to the artistry of nature, but tell you it lies in the artist on duty. For beauty to me. Is my beloved creator. Search for beauty leads us to a stunning kaleidoscope of nature, reflecting the magnificence and power of its supreme artist. Now it's time for a short break. Relax and immerse yourself into the tranquility of nature's melodies, hymns of singing birds and rustling leaves. Reflecting upon the magic and beauty around you, we'll be back with more interesting segments. So stay tuned on Poets for Peace Show, beacon of universal messages of peace. Poets for Peace, connecting the hearts of the world through poetry. Poetry of peace, goodwill, harmony, fraternity, serenity, enlightenment, and reawakening. Assalamu alaikum. Peace be on you. Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed the break with the refreshing nature sounds. We are now moving on to our viewpoint segment with some enriching insights on our theme. Welcome to the viewpoint segment. Today we have another exciting interview lined up for you. So let's dive right in. Now you'll be listening to an enlightening talk. Between Catherine Harmon, a well-being coach, and our team member Samira Ahmed, about rewiring our mind. Catherine, welcome to our show, Poets for Peace on Voice of Islam. Thank you for asking me. Very kind. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard some wonderful words from poets across the country, from all walks of life, sharing their reflections on the beauty of nature reflected in its creator. So now we turn for a moment to Catherine Harmon. 
who has a wealth of experience in many different professional spheres. Can you tell our listeners, Catherine, a bit about what you've done in the past and what you do now and how the beauty of nature shapes the work that you do? Well, I suppose, um, maybe this is true of us all, that everything I've done has led up to what I do now. Um, I've always wanted to help people in some way. And I've always known that there's something greater than us. Um, So I started helping people around fitness and nutrition. um, And then I quite quickly moved into um, kind of mind and body work and then slid more into the mind work, which is (laughs) where I am now. So I help people rewire their subconsciouses so they can have a happier life. Amazing. Um, Would you define that as cognitive behavioural therapy? um, Or is it wider than that? um, I suppose the easiest way to define it is that our subconscious minds rule our lives. You can't say it any other way. Um, Mm -hmm. And they have a very, very important role in our life. But... It's only when we start being able to connect with the conscious mind fully that that we can start controlling our own lives and our own destiny and the way we experience our life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually a lot easier than, than it sounds. I mean, you know, the mind is you know, a massive network of connections, and I just help make people make better connections, I suppose. <laughs> Amazing. So just going back to your fitness, um, mm. fitness and health uh, experience, was there a lot of emphasis on uh, nutrition and um, natural remedies and using the... Um, using food as medicine and healing, would you say? No, there wasn't then. Um, oh. I had I had to study nutrition, um, and I and I it wasn't my specialist area, but I did have to study it as part of my you know, personal training exams and what have you. Um, and yet, I <laughs> I didn't eat healthily at all. Um, right. to the point of eating disorders for many, mm-hmm. many years. Um, mm-hmm. Looking back, it was the only way, the only thing I thought I could control. Um, and it wasn't until, I don't know if things started clicking to place for me, but <laughs> we are what we give ourselves, you know, whether mm-hmm. that's our thoughts, um, the people that surround us, our environment, our food. Um, now it's so important to me what I put into my body and what I help people with. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's my personal feeling, certainly for my body, that if I don't put healthy, nutritious, natural food into my body, I I don't feel as good. Mm. Yeah, definitely impacts the way that you the, the way that you feel and the way that you think. Um, what what 
things that you put into your body, I'm sure. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. in your coaching career, Catherine, do you think that the beauty of nature can influence better well-being, clarity, peace of mind in your clients? Oh, gosh, yes. Um, Is that something you know, that you incorporate in your therapy? Yes, yes, you know, absolutely. You know, we cannot see the truth. And I'm not talking about our truth, our personal, individual truth, because that is coloured by how we're feeling in this moment, in our unique set of memories and experiences. I'm talking about the truth. And we can't mm. see the truth when, when we're not relaxed and calm and, you know, connected to whatever people call it, whether that's mm. God, Source, the Creator, um, our higher selves. <laughs> mm. um, and it's, so it's, you know, to me, it's, it, it doesn't feel like it could be any other way. Mm-hmm. And when we, you know, take ourselves into nature and, you know, as I was sort of learning more and more about exercise and, you know, I found that exercising in nature, you know, running outside or walking outside, um, especially if we could be mindful and actually be present and notice what we were doing as we take in that nature. Mm. Because, you know, when we're, you know, when we're all in our subconscious mind, we wouldn't notice on our walk to work whether we're walking past a lamp post or a tree <laughs> but when <laughs> but when we make it conscious and we notice that you know that's <clears throat> that's again feeding us that experience just like the food we put into our body is mm-hmm. so do you incorporate any of that into your therapy do you advise clients or service users to to get out into nature and to reconnect with uh, the natural world and um, and be mindful and present. Absolutely. You know, if you can just let the sun fall onto your face, mm. you know, that's something, you know, I encourage people to do that, you know, maybe as part of their morning routine, you know, just to mm. switch off all your devices and appliances and just spend a little bit of time being outside if you can and if not at least look through the window and you know just connect mm. um and and you know there is the clarity you know when we're here and we're now and we're connected to nature you know that brings me to a feeling of, of oneness i think we're connected to 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 all beings, human, plant, animal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's then that we truly are. Yeah, I hear you. So does the topic of a divine being who is the ultimate creator ever come up in your therapy? And if it does, how do you address it? How can you attract it? <clears throat> As an attraction, did you say? No, I just said, what, what was your last, I didn't hear the last couple oh, of words. How, how um, did you? Uh, if, if the topic of, of a divine being comes up, how do you address it with your clients? Sorry, mm-hmm. thank you. Um, well, I don't require my clients to have any particular faith um, mm-hmm. or any religion, but I do require them 
who have a belief that there is a kindness behind life, that, mm-hmm. that life is conspiring for us, not against us, mm-hmm. that, there's, that there's a goodness, that there's a love. And if people aren't um, prepared to be open enough for that, then I find they're not open enough for my training. So I don't tend to use um, words like God, because we don't always call our God God. Um, And, you know, for some people, I remember one particular client, you know, that was almost a frightening word for her because of her upbringing. Um, Mm -hmm. And I never pushed it. And very interestingly, she became very interested, very, very interested, and very, very connected. Um, mm-hmm. Just by just being connected and just letting what is be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't want to put anybody off by forcing anything on them as long as they can be open enough to, mm. to know that there's a love. Yeah, so you, would you say that um, being open to a greater, a greater love or a something greater than just us um, inspires an awakening. That's a lovely way of putting it. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. And then, and then that's a, that's like a, like a snowball effect, I suppose. Um, mm. Because once we start seeing that there is more then we start seeing more Mm. (laughs) you know but but we have to wait till we see it you know people say to me but how do you know that there's a a creator Mm -hmm. you you can't see him you can't feel him how do you know and I said well I I know in the sunshine I know in the flowers I I know in the animals I know in the you know in the love Mm. I said, well, that doesn't, that doesn't prove anything. And that's yeah. fine. If it, it's fine if it doesn't for you. You know, are you open to the possibility that there might be more? You know, if so, you know, let's talk. If not, then that's fine too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so it sounds like your own understanding um, of there being a creator who's made this beautiful world that we live in and all... Mm all of nature and the animal kingdom and, and flowers and sunshine and, and all of those things that you mentioned. It sounds like your understanding has really shaped the way that you connect with with your clients. Would you say that's fair? Yes. Yeah, I do. And I feel that um, evolving and growing all the time, you know, I suppose it's that, I'm sure there's a better word than the snowball effect, but it's that, it's that kind of thing. It, it, it takes up a momentum mm. all of its own and you know once once we go into the stillness I think the stillness is just so important when we go into the stillness when we listen you know that's that's where where we see the beauty mm-hmm. that's where we stop seeing just the difficulties of life the judgery yeah. the job we might not like the baby crying the 
starts begging for his food when you talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And you start realising that, you know, we're so lucky that we have that baby to cry. And mm. the cat actually just wants to cuddle. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, it's not a judge of a job. How lucky are we to have a job? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, and it's not, so until we make that sorry. connection, we have that. Sorry, no, just I just mm-hmm. that that stillness is what is where we see that. Yeah, so it's definitely about a mindset and a perception. Absolutely. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Because you know, most of most of our minds are very closed. You know, like mm. I mentioned, my client who you know was was was, was fearful almost of the word God. You know, mm. she kind of physically shuddered <laughs> when you said it. Um, and how do you how do you move past that with with clients that are so resistant uh, to acknowledge or accept or 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 that are fearful of um, a higher being? How do you move past that? Well, you know, if we kind of go roundabout, you know, we we, we take it through nature. If we take mm. it through our loving connections, if we take it when we dare through oneness, you know, that we're all connected. So, you know, I can't be angry with somebody because they're doing their best just like I am and rather mm-hmm. I'll extend love because I know what that feels like. And so mm. when we take it, you know, sort of around that route then something opens up in us and we tend to see that there is that creator, that this didn't just, you know, fall into place somehow without without that happening. Mm. You know, and there's no there's no need to, to push that, to force it. It you know, if we're open enough to accept the possibility that there may there may be something we're not seeing right now. You know, without mm. any name, without, you know, without um, putting too much emphasis on it. But if we're open to that possibility, you know, when people aren't, that tends to be somebody that I can't really work with. Um, mm-hmm. But when you are open to that, the magic tends to start happening. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like the thread of love that comes from a higher source that is within us all mm-hmm. is kind of key to connecting with people and even resolving challenges that we face in our relationships, in our finances, in our work situations. Would you say that's right? Yes, absolutely. You know, I I talk about the subconscious mind and the conscious mind, but it's only if I bring people into the conscious mind, I, I bring people into now, into the present moment, because the subconscious mm-hmm. is never now. The subconscious is worrying about what happened today, yesterday, the day before, mm-hmm. um, or, or worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow or, or whatever. When, when I bring people into the conscious mind, into, into this moment, into this very moment, this is where we can find that love. Mm-hmm. We can't find it where most of us are living almost almost entirely in our subconscious mind. 
even though it doesn't feel that, we don't know that, we're not aware of that, that's what's happening. And we mm. can't we can't connect to anything there. It's just not possible because the conscious mm. mind is all about protecting us. And when we're protected, you know, we feel we're in, we're in fight or flight, we're in mm. the feeling of lack, you know, we're fearful. Mm. Um, that's not a, a relaxed place. And, you know, mm. as I say, when we're not relaxed, when we're not still, and we can't do those things unless we're in our conscious minds, then we're not open to anything else. Mm. So I imagine that a lot of work that you do would center also around gratitude as well absolutely you know mm. that seems to be just i don't think when we know that there is something so great when we know that there was a creator of all of this beauty then how can we not feel grateful mm. and of course gratitude doesn't work when we're not present <laughs> it only <laughs> works when we're present because we haven't got time for it when we're not yeah we don't see, we don't see it we can't feel it mm-hmm. so yes gratitude is so important you know if we if we want something good then we have to be grateful for all the things we do have and we all however bad we feel our lives are we all have something that we can be grateful about mm. there's a the saying I don't know where I've heard this but a person who can't be grateful for what they have will never be grateful for more exactly and yeah so are there any um tips or strategies that you give to clients that you could share with us about being grateful and and how to achieve that aside from um, you saying being in the moment and looking um, at what you have well, you know, I kind of, of think that if somebody bought us a present, a gift, and we weren't, and we weren't grateful for it, then mm-hmm. maybe they might not feel like buying us another one. You know, if, <laughs> if, that, wasn't, if that wasn't met with gratitude, um, mm-hmm. even if we didn't like the gift, the gratitude that they, they'd given us the gift. Take my time to give us a gift, and mm. I and I believe I truly believe that you know our life is a gift from God, mm. you know to to be cherished. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so if we're not grateful for that gift, if we take it for granted, if we let one day pass into another, into another, of not really noticing whether it was a tree or a lamppost, mm. then we're not, we're not leaving ourselves open to get more gifts, to get more gifts, to get more love, to get, and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's only, a, only an analogy, but it's an analogy that, you know, some of my clients quite like. Mm. But certainly, you know, as we both said, um, being present and being open, um, you know, and, and, and trying not to judge so quickly and you know the person that we judge the most harshly is always ourselves always Mm. (laughs) Um, you know that beautiful gift a beautiful gift we're saying this gift is horrible this gift is ugly this gift is old this gift is clumsy this gift is Mm. stupid 
<laughs> and we do. Yeah. And, you know, when we become conscious of that and mindful of that, then all these things are bringing us into now, into gratitude, mm-hmm. into love, and into seeing that thread, that one mm-hmm. that leads yeah. us from our creator to everything. Yeah. Well, can I your questions, Mera? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> so it sounds like we have, we've touched on nutrition, we've touched on health, we've touched on fitness, we've touched on love and gratitude and being present. Mm-hmm. We've talked about mindfulness and uh, being kind to each other and ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like in your coaching career and your therapies, you're doing some great work. I think all that ties really nicely into uh, reflecting on uh, nature and its creator and, and the love that we have in our lives. And I thank you very, very much for coming on. Well, I, I thank you for giving me the opportunity. <laughs> thank you very much. Take care. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Quite a thought-provoking discussion. Catherine summed it up beautifully that our life is a gift of God to be cherished and we need to express our gratitude for this precious gift by being open to love and compassion for humanity. Now it's time for a little break. Sipping your coffee, relax with nature's tranquil music, calming sounds of sea waves splashing on the shore. Close your eyes Take a deep breath and let yourself be transported to a serene beach for a water lullaby. We'll be back shortly, so stay tuned. Power of Poetry Stirring hearts, melting discord, fostering harmony. Poets for peace. Assalamu alaikum. Peace be on you. Welcome back. I hope you're feeling refreshed after your brief escape to the beach with soothing ocean sounds. Let's now dive back into our show, moving on to our last inspirational segment. Welcome to our inspirational segment, commencing with recitation of a verse from the Holy Quran. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم. I seek refuge with Allah from Satan, the rejected one. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Alam tara anna Allah yusabbi. 
Has thou not seen that it is Allah whose praises all who are in the heavens and the earth celebrate? And so do the birds with their wings outspread? Each one knows his own mode of prayer and praise, and Allah knows well what they do. Chapter 24, verse 42 Through our spiritual perception, we can see that everything in the earth and skies is celebrating God's praises in their own peculiar ways. Among the many divine attributes related to God's creative power, Al-Muhyi means the bestower of life. Al-Muhyi creates life and grants it to whomsoever he pleases. He creates man from nothing and then he brings him back to life after his death on the day of resurrection. Al-Muhyi brings to life the dead earth by sending rainwater from the sky and quickens it to life and creates all kinds of beautiful vegetations and fruits from the barren soil. Al-Muhyi also refers to God causing spiritual reawakening in the souls. Now we're going to present the English rendering of Fahim in God's Praise, written originally in Urdu language by Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed, peace be upon him, the promised Messiah and prophesied world reformer of our age, divinely sent to unite mankind in the latter days. The poem is sung in the melodious voice of Farah Mirza from Dallas, USA. Behold me, O waiting seeker, behold me in my manifestations. Find me in the fervent of the heart, behold me in a beautiful face. Hear me in the song of the nightingale. See me in the freshness of the flower. Discover aspects of my majesty manifested in autumn and spring. Behold me, awaiting seeker. Behold me in my manifestations. My life reflects in the crescent and my beauty in the full moon. Behold me in the charm as well as grandeur of my manifestations. I'm near. To you then, your life vein, in whom is your heart, 
in ghost behold me awaiting seeker behold me in my manifestations as countless prostrations are eager in your bowed forehead behold me Behold me in my manifestations. These verses extend a poignant invitation to witness the Almighty in the subtlest and most profound moments and to unite with the countless bowed foreheads, all yearning for even a fleeting glimpse of the Supreme Being. Hope you enjoyed the symphony viewpoint and inspirational segments of our show today. Join us on our next episode to explore yet another exciting theme through poetry, Till then, stay blessed. Peace be on you. Poets for peace. Poets for peace like the white peace dove, symbolic of peace and love. Playing the tranquil symphony of universal peace and harmony. Love for all and hatred for none is our passion, aim, and motivation.